For the last couple of weeks, we've been looking at this wondrous thing called grace. We noted that John Wesley, the founder of Methodism, analytically suggested that there are three aspects to this grace. First, there is provenient grace, God pursuing us. We talked about God's tugging at our heartstrings, wooing us, drawing us to God like a magnet. God's grace sends the message that each of us is loved and forgiven and welcomes us to come home to be with God forever. Then we talked about justifying grace, that grace which allows us to see that we no longer have to live in sin, nor do we have to prove ourselves worthy of the Holy Father's love. That love is freely offered to us. We simply have to say yes and receive it. So justifying grace allows us to realize the futility of trying to work our way back to God. And it helps us to trust the one who comes for us to realize that our salvation lies in Jesus Christ who comes to lead us home. And that brings us to the third aspect of, God, of grace, what we call sanctifying grace. Sanctifying grace is that grace which enables us to live at home again, to renew our relationship with the Holy Father, to become the person God intended us to be all along. The prodigal son came home, returned to his loving parent, but then came the hard work of developing the relationship they were meant to have. Sanctification, simply put, refers to our growing in grace. It's on the banners. You see the plants, the growing in grace? Sanctification simply refers to our growing in grace. Being Christian doesn't stop when we are born again spiritually, just as being a human being doesn't stop at being born physically. We need nourishment and growth. We must allow God to reshape us. Sanctifying grace is the work of the Holy Spirit, working in us and with us to move us ever closer to Christian perfection. Now, Christian perfection isn't about never making mistakes. It's about being made perfect in love, of becoming more like Christ, of growing in love and grace by the power of the Holy Spirit. The mission statement of the United Methodist Church is to make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. Sanctification, then, is about making disciples. We believe that salvation doesn't stop with justification, with just saying yes. It's not just coming to Christ. It's also about growing in Christ. Wesley taught that we must continue our journey back to God. We must be growing in our relationship with God and neighbor. As, Dr., as Reverend Dr. Brian Hermano puts it, none of us here today can honestly say, I have all that I will ever need in my spiritual life. Because if we're not growing, then we're dying. Sanctifying grace helps us to run the race of faith so that every day, in every way, we become more and more like Jesus in our thoughts, words, actions, and attitudes. Sanctification is not something that happens overnight. It's not some kind of magical transformation, some instantaneous arrival at Christian perfection. It's not some kind of Star Trek-like, beam-me-up Scotty experience. Most Christians find that they will travel many a rough and difficult path as they make their way on their journey of faith. 
I don't know about you, but my faith journey has more closely resembled a roller coaster than a straight line or steady incline. It's been full of ups and downs, peaks and valleys, and trips into distant lands far from God. My journey has literally been all over the map. At times, I've been seduced by the world, thinking that prestige or material goods would fill that God-shaped hole inside of me, only to find out the hard way that, of course, that didn't do it. There have been times I've been the kind of person who couldn't see my own sin because I was too busy focusing on the sins of others. I was self-righteous, holy, holy, thinking that I knew what was right for everyone else's life. I thought I was just a little lower than the angels, if you will. I knew the last word on sin and salvation, heaven and hell. But with the help of God's sanctifying grace, I've grown. I've not arrived, but I continue to grow. When we say yes to God, wondrous things begin to happen. Not miraculous, instantaneous transformation, but instead slow, fitful growth with stops and starts, ups and downs, times when our cups runneth over, and times when we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And so we, must, and so we believe we must say yes to God throughout our lives, not just at our time of conversion. And then we are changed gradually over time through hard work and the practice of spiritual disciplines and from being in close relationship with the one who wants only good for us. Sanctifying grace is that which gives us the desire and ability to get serious about nurturing and sustaining that relationship. And with time, we come to understand more and more about who God is and about who we really are. But we have to allow that grace to, to work in our lives. We have to cooperate with it and respond to that grace. One of the analogies we often use in the Christian faith is that of a growing plant, like on the banner. Jesus tells the parables of the seed falling on poor soil, among the weeds, and on productive earth. We must be the productive earth ready to receive those seeds. We must receive that grace that comes to us. We must respond by allowing that grace to do its transforming work in us. We don't make plants grow, but we can keep them from growing, right? Seeds become fruitful plants only if they have put down healthy roots. So we must prepare the soil and work to keep it fertile. We must till and fertilize and water and weed and prune. And we do that by staying in relationship with God, reading scripture, praying, worshiping, participating in an accountability group if you have one, celebrating the sacraments, living out mercy and justice. As I was preparing this sermon, I came across the questions I've given you on the handout in your bulletin. I wonder how much we might grow if we, like the members of John Wesley's Holy Club, were to ask ourselves these questions regularly. I suspect we would all experience sanctifying grace in that practice. No, we can't make ourselves perfect in Christian love any more than we can cause plants to grow. But what we can do is allow God's grace to grow in our lives. Justification is the beginning of the journey, not the end. 
Disciples are those who are striving to become more and more like Jesus for the rest of their lives. It's not just about them. It's also about transforming the world. It's sanctifying grace that empowers us to move toward true discipleship. In Paul's letter to the Hebrews, he talks about the great cloud of witnesses, those disciples who came before us. In Eugene Patterson's translation, The Message, which is actually a paraphrase, Hebrews 12, 1 through 3 reads like this. Do you see what this means? All those pioneers who blazed the way, all those veterans cheering us on? It means we get it means we better get on with it. Strip down, start running, and never quit. No extra spiritual fat, no parasitic sins. Keep your eyes on Jesus who both began and finished the race we're in. Study how he did it, because he never lost sight of where he was headed, that exhilarating finish in and with God. He could put up with anything along the way, cross, shame, whatever. And now he's there in the place of honor, right alongside God. When you find yourself flagging in your faith, go over that story again, item by item, that long litany of hostility he plowed through. That will shoot adrenaline into your souls. Sanctifying grace is that which allows us to run the race, to continue the journey, to become more and more like Christ. May we all continue to grow strong and faithful in God's amazing grace for the transformation of the world. Amen.